snaps. Wow, we're good at this. Mm -hmm. I'm Steve. And I'm Dolly. And this is Withdrawn. Tagline to be inserted later. Tagline to be inserted. Well, if you listen to our our last episode, we've decided to move on from our tagline. So we're two badass librarians share everything you need to know about being a badass. (laughs) I think that'll get us an explicit rating on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) That definitely will. (laughs) Make sure you bleep those because they're just all quality, though. So we will um, have a new tagline eventually. Yeah, because this is our last episode. Yeah, but there will be a future for this epi- for this podcast. Oh wait, no, this is the last episode of season one. This is the last episode of season one, but perhaps there will be a season two. Just chill till the next episode. <laughs> so what um besides the future of this wonderful podcast? Extraordinary. Groundbreaking. Is there anything else going on in the future in the profession that like when you are are there things to do in the future or are you just kind of stuck where you are and nothing else to do? Your future is what you make of it. I I hear it's so bright. You got to wear shades. Oh, wow! (laughs) I I ground the podcast to a halt. Just totally stunning. Like that was perfect. That's the end of the that's the end of the thing. Hashtag withdrawn. This is a one minute episode. Hashtag withdrawn one minute. Um no, well, you know, as we were talking about in our previous episode on uh moving on, you gotta think about your professional future and what you're looking for, what you're looking to get out of your life as a librarian. But I don't, I, but you know, last episode we were talking about how to move on, but I don't think, you know, your future is not obviously going to be moving on from job to 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 job your nope. entire career. Sometimes you have, you can get a good job and you want to just stay there, but that doesn't mean that you're going to stagnate in that job. You can do other things. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You can write articles. You can. And we have not actually talked about, we talked a little bit about making connections with your professionals, but we didn't really talk about that kind of stuff. So have you written articles before, Dolly? Sure. Yes. Um, I had, uh, I haven't done any peer review because I'm not an academic librarian. So sorry. Me neither. Wouldn't want to be you. Um, <laughs> but I do, um, I edit the quarterly newsletter for my, one of my law librarian professional groups. And um, so I've written for that. And then I've done the occasional article here and there for places. Um, I write sometimes for the extraordinary letters to a young librarian blog mm-hmm. edited by Jessica Olin, who is awesome. And um, and it's obviously not just article writing, but there's a number of things you can do sort of supplemental to your regular work yeah. uh, that can increase both your appreciation for the job because especially writing for Jessica, I find um, it gives me the opportunity to sort of coalesce ideas I've had and and sort of see the breadth of what I've been working on and be able to articulate it better because I've written about it. And so that's a real benefit to it. Uh, but even things like committee work and, and, and just per- 
participating in professional organizations can give you a bigger, broader view of everything going on just be beyond your cubicle or desk. Yeah, and speaking of and with with writing, I mean, you can write articles, and I was thinking you could also a lot of people write reviews um, for various review journals, library journal, and Kirkus, and all those kind of things. So that's that's something else you can do to expand your horizons and do new things. And I don't personally read fast enough to write reviews. <laughs> I'm actually a pretty slow reader as far as it goes. I'm terrible. <laughs> but yeah, the reviews are a, 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 a total option. Library Journal has them, School Library Journal, and um, uh, other professional magazines as well. And that's, that's a really great way to get into... Um, librarian work that's a little outside your job but still relevant to your job well and we and we know many of our many of our twitter colleagues um are as if we work at twitter our our twitter colleagues (laughs) i have a job at twitter me and jack (laughs) the people that we know through twitter many of them are book bloggers too so they can i mean if you don't even if you don't get it published somewhere else you're publishing it yourself on the web so but um the, the 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 greater subject is thinking about you know, your professional future and the steps you can take to make your future look so bright. You have to wear shades exactly. as the kids, <laughs> as, <laughs> and, um, as the kids 30 years ago said. And for some people that is moving on and saying, okay, well, my ultimate goal is to become a library director. So I'm just always going to work towards that. And maybe that means going from a job to a different job, to another job, to library director. Yeah. And then you're in your final form and then you have your boss fight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you become a butterfly and so dirty. Um, but the the most important portion of it is sort of figuring out what the ideal career looks like for you, and saying, "Oh, well, if I want to be the head of children's services at the Boston Public Library because that seems awesome, take those steps because." Um, there's more to getting to a position like that or to getting to your ideal position than just sort of having a job working there every day and then figuring I'm eventually just going to get to where I want to go. Like exactly. make, make your path. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, that's kind of what, if you go back and listen to every episode of this podcast, that's sort of, <laughs> that, I mean, that's sort of what we've kind of been leading up to is, I mean, it's, uh, we're, we're kind of trying to move you through to have a brilliant library career, to have a wonderful library career and move forward and have this wonderful future. And a lot of it is like you just said, it's um, some of that is planning that you need to, you know, do that. I mean, they, they you do exercise every once in a while. What's your five-year plan, your 10-year plan, things like that of just, I mean, just have in your head what you, what's your ideal job. Do you want to be the librarian of Congress? The job is open right now. It'll be open again in 10 years. Um, <laughs> what do you need to do to get there? Like, so, yeah, so when the Librarian of Congress job opens up in 10 years, you want to take that job. What do you need to do to get there? I don't know. I love that. And I love that because it's it's funny. Um, it's you can, you can sort of say, oh, yes, I want to be the Librarian of Congress. And you can maybe fall short of that but still make yeah. for yourself a really satisfying career. Yep. Uh, I love big goals like that of being like, I want to be the director of the Los Angeles – public library and and looking at every opportunity you have is how do you get to that goal how do you make yourself that kind of person and um you know ideally especially if you want to be like a head of a department um ideally what you're doing then is just improving your own skill set in and out of work 
Right. And, and, and you don't necessarily have to have a goal like that of I want to have this huge job later. I mean, it could be I want to be I want to do the best story times I can. I want to be the best cataloger I can. And so just I mean, you can improve your skills and just whatever it is you're doing. You don't have to be the head of some huge thing to be um, to have professional satisfaction. No. And, you know, for some people, especially we keep hearing this about um, the millennials. Snake people. Snake people and how they want this work-life balance and whatever and how totally weird that is. But, you know, for some people, being the best possible librarian you could be for um, the entirety of your career is the goal. And then also being able to have a life outside of work. Because writing articles, being on committees, all that stuff takes time. Um, if you enjoy it, then it's it's fantastic. If you don't enjoy it, then it's it's just more time you're not spending with your cats. But um, well, I mean, and I think you and I know that. Just I mean, we're both in management positions. I mean, just even where we are, I think yeah, that takes up a lot more of your time. So I mean, as you move up, you're, yeah, you're, you're going to have to spend more and more time at the job. That's just the way it works. <laughs> And some people America. have no desire. And some people have no desire whatsoever to be a manager. You know, that's not what they got no. into librarianship for. So that, I mean, they don't want to run a huge organization or even run a small department. They just want to do their thing. And that's fantastic too. I think the yep. the most important thing is just knowing that's what you're interested in, and knowing that I think we covered this a little oddly enough in the previous episode that your priorities can change, can yes. and do change, yes. and that's. That's fine, too, because there's always an opportunity to, uh, theoretically, there's always an opportunity to try something new. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible. I I don't know. I was trying to think of what to say next. Don't be a manager. (laughs) Don't be a manager. It's exhausting. (laughs) Well, yeah, but... That is when they when they talk about the snake people and they have this thing of like, oh, work life balance is so important to snake people. Work life balance should be important to everybody. Yes. Um, but for some people, you know, doing a ton of committee work and writing articles and all all volunteering and being around that is part of the work life balance. That is fun. And for some people, you know, they like to do their job and they like to go home to their family. And um, what if if we're communicating one thing in this episode only it's know yourself on that and know what you'd like to be doing because there are as many opportunities out there for you as i as you'd like to take i think well and we talked I, early on we talked early on on this uh podcast early episodes maybe even the episode zero way back then or whatever whenever it was that the reason we're kind of doing the pod, this podcast the way that we're doing it is because we're just kind of fitting it in when we have time. It's like not taking a big chunk out of every week. You know, every Monday night we're going to get together and do this. It's it's finding times within our personal lives to be able to do it. And so I think that's really important, especially as we have, as we both have other things to do, even though this podcast should be the most important thing in anyone's life. <laughs> well, it's because you and I don't like talking to each other generally. <laughs> <laughs> want to hang out with kind you. Kind of force ourselves well, every once in a while. We're not regularly but. on phone calls. If we were, then we could turn to <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I see that as a po- I'd like call your girlfriend and some of the other podcasts there. You know, they would otherwise just sort of be people regularly in contact. You and I just have a goal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's our professional future. Yes. Well, I mean, and I, and I mean, that's... Everybody has different goals. Everybody has different futures. Just like... 
the few. I mean, everybody talks about you know, it's, it's, you know, futurists. Let's talk about futurists of the future of the library. And there's not one future for the library. There's not one future for any kind of library. There's not one kind of future for librarians. You can have your own future. And well, and in doing stuff um, that's maybe a little outside your job, but is still valuable to your job you may discover something you like doing better because i can think about several of the librarians we know on twitter who are writing and editing now you know they were librarians and now they're they work as writers and editors because that was something where they used their skill set and they found that they were doing it part-time and now they're doing it full-time and they they like it and that's that's what they're that's what they're working on now and i personally think that staying busy is the key to not stagnating yeah. and and doing more than just sort of like I go to my desk and I sit there for eight hours because um, well, if you're just doing that you're going to die Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I don't remember if we've talked about it before but that's kind of what we're talking about now is kind of finding other things outside your normal job because your normal job can be great it can be fulfilling in its own way but you want to try these new things so there's things like podcasting perhaps that you'd want to do or people write books or they write other things. So that's kind of what we're talking about here is that there's other things you can do within the profession to um, contribute to the profession and contribute to your own well-being. Yeah. But if you, if what you really like to do is compose theme songs, then you should make a theme song for a library podcast. We have a great theme song. We do. No, but isn't he a librarian? Uh, He is. See, there you go. <laughs> because the, the, so what I'm saying is uh, this is oh maybe we're we're making it a work life balance episode. You, maybe and that, and, that, and that is Nick Ammerman, of course. I don't Nick Ammerman, the great, who's extraordinary. Lo fi uh, guitar, lo fi guitar. But you know the 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 things that you enjoy doing outside work, of course, don't have to be work related. Yeah, but. Sometimes. Well, <laughs> how many librarians do we know that go out and do trivia every week? I mean, that's... That totally is reference. <laughs> it's just reference. That's just reference. That's just reference. Sounds like a That's a podcast. Or something. So that'll be next season. That's just, <laughs> just reference. reference. Something else to think about um, since we've covered maybe having a uh, social media presence or blogging pre- presence is um, is your personal brand. And I'm really sorry, Steve. Don't yell at me for saying your personal brand. What, but what, what's the alt code for the little trademark symbol in there? Your personal brand. Hashtag withdrawn. Trademark. <laughs> but you do kind of, um, when you're developing your own professional future, how you see yourself, um, yeah. don't. Don't go for branding because it's so terrible. I'm sorry. I forget I said the word brand. But you think about who you are, how you present yourself, what you like to do. And and that's that's something that can you could take with you as you continue in your career. If you love comic books and your deal is comic books and collecting them and writing about them and all of that, that's all worthwhile no matter if you're doing the work, doing it at work or doing it outside work, it all contributes to your professional um, development and to who you're going to be. Well, and and just using that example right there, I mean, I know I've had a couple of people on the other podcast that have had are big comics fans, and they've done 
completely like disparate things with it. One person's like a big research person that's in that's a library school professor and our friends Kristen and Thomas from Twitter do their own podcast about comics and libraries and some other people do blogs about comics and libraries. So, I mean you can you can mix your passions together from your personal life and your professional life. Would you say that you could take your passion and make it happen? Fame You I could you should just be the person that you are and become the person that you were meant to be. That's amazing. <laughs> you should write like self-help books. Withdrawn is a podcast lovingly handcrafted for you, the listener by Steve Thomas in Georgia and Dolly Murley in California. You can find them on Twitter at Steve Librarian or at Lother, L-O-A-T-H-E-R, and the show is at Withdrawn Tweets. Our music is by Nick Ehrman. You can find us online at withdrawnpodcast.com or subscribe via iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Next season on Withdrawn. Who really killed Heyman Lee? Hmm. <laughs> Next season on Withdrawn, there will, there will be a new season of Withdrawn. There will. And if you enjoyed Withdrawn, I highly encourage you to engage with myself or Steve Thomas via um, Twitter or um, probably just Twitter. That's the best medium. I guess you could try and Snapchat, but um, I'm bad at it. Uh, we do so. we, we do have an email address if people would like to write that. It's oh yeah, we do. Withdrawnpodcast at gmail dot com. Withdrawnpodcast at gmail dot com, and I, I highly encourage you to engage and to send us an email and say, hey, where is the next season where you investigate murders? <laughs> and please do not unsubscribe because there will be a second season. We promise. Yes, season two. We just organizing by season, as we discussed, gives Steve and I a chance to um, not disappoint anybody <laughs> by being able to record in bulk and then release, as opposed to trying to. Um... Yes, we would like them to be. We would like them to come out in the the whole season to come out on a good, even schedule here. So yes, yeah, so that you can get your regular withdrawn, and then you can have a long withdrawn break. And then you can go back to withdrawn. Just the minute you said, wait a minute, how did I ever live without withdrawn? And you're feeling we'll like, you know, you're having withdrawal symptoms. Whoa. Oh. Bam. Hashtag withdrawn. <laughs> the end. The end.